Blog Talk Radio. Hello, Town. Welcome to Nats Nightly, sponsored by FederalBaseball.com. This is Patrick Reddington from Federal Baseball. I've got Matt Wyrick from Federal Baseball and Ryan McFarland joining us tonight. Oh, yeah, the National McFadden. McFadden. Sorry, I'm reading three things at the same time here, trying to get the story. That's all right. That's all right. (laughs) The National sweep the New York Mets with a six-three win tonight in City Field. Seven straight wins overall, back-to-back sweeps of the division rivals from Atlanta and New York. A big game for the Nationals, and it all started with Daniel Murphy. Continues to haunt his former team, Matt. He comes up big uh, comes up big with a grand slam there in the first inning off of Zach Wheeler. That's all they got off of him, but Murphy just continuing to make the Mets pay for not bringing him back there and came into the uh, – just destroyed Mets pitching all last year. Came up with a big hit tonight. Ryan Zimmerman put some distance there at the end, but it was Murphy's big hit that really was uh, the story of this game. Yeah, Ryan Zimmerman may have had the last uh, grand slam for today, but if you want anyone stepping to the plate with the bases loaded against the Mets, it's going to be Daniel Murphy, and he definitely made him pay. It was a good pitch there. He took out all of it dead center field. I mean, he was struggling a little bit heading into the series, didn't need to hit the first game, but had a couple of hits last night, and tonight does this. I mean, he's Daniel Murphy. He's going to slump every now and then, but he, he's – I mean, you can see based off of last year what kind of hitter he is now, and it's definitely paying off for the Nats based on that deal. Ryan, uh, Max Scherzer just continues to dominate on the mound. Uh, one three three ERA and seven starts versus the Mets since joining the Nationals. Two and one zero eight seven ERA and three starts. Twenty and two third last season versus New York. Uh, seven scoreless versus the Braves last time out. First home run in twenty and two thirds innings pitch is a leadoff blast by Conforto in the first at bat of the game. Conforto takes him the other way. Really nice piece of hitting there by the Mets outfielder. Uh, two out, two run, a home run by Neil Walker. Four three game at that point in the third. But uh, he retires, strikes out five of the last ten batters he faced, ten straight set down to end it, uh, 110 pitches, nine Ks total, stomping around the mound there at the end as he piled up the Ks. And uh, he hasn't been giving up the home runs in his first three starts. He gave up two of them, but they didn't cost him tonight. Uh, another solid outing by Scherzer, who got beat by the long ball, but that was just about it tonight. Yeah, Matt, Mad Max strikes again. He he did an excellent, he did an excellent job on the mound, like you said, striking out nine guys. And it was good to see how he bounced back after giving up the two home runs, which when we made it a four-three game, and he was able to stay in the game, give us give the team eight innings, and and it gave the Nats some momentum um, for the rest of the game. And I, it was really good because um, he didn't. Uh, so sorry, he didn't um, get faded get faded by the home runs. He kept pitching. Kept, kept pitching the typical Matt, Max Scherzer um, game, and he did a really good job. I liked how he always get through eight innings, only giving him five hits. So another, another typical outing from Matt, Max Scherzer, and it's good. To, and it's always good to see him pitch like that. Yeah, he seems to like pitching against the Mets too. He's had a lot of success there in yeah. City Field, where he had one one of his two no hitters back in 2015, yeah. and really good numbers there last season. Uh, Matt, I, I was really impressed by Zach Wheeler. I haven't seen him in a while. He had the Tommy John surgery two years off in 15 and 16, but strong. Uh, two and six, 509 ERA and eight career starts versus the Nats in his career. Uh, hadn't faced him since 2014, of course. Uh, hit by pitch, two singles, the Murphy Grand Slam, four nothing early. That's all he gives up. Goes to 101 pitches total in seven innings. Really good stuff from him, and uh, I don't cheer for anyone to get hurt. I like seeing these guys compete and like the Nationals beating other teams when they're at their best. So seeing Zach Wheeler back out there on the mound 
good for the Mets, good for baseball, and Nationals managed to beat them, so good for Nats fans as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, missing two years is rough for him, but like you said, it's good to see him back out there. He's actually, I was reading a story before the game, Wheeler's ranking in the top, I think it's fifth percent or top five percentile in uh, pounding the zone. He's really getting the pitches in there, forcing hitters inside. So he, he's definitely not losing control. I think maybe his swing and a miss stuff isn't necessarily there yet, only 6Ks in the seven innings. But um, he, he's at least got the location down, and I'm sure that Mets are stoked to see him doing that so far, and it definitely bodes well for the rest of the season. Okay, now I got the post-game story published. I can completely concentrate on what's going on here. Uh, Ryan, um, Bryce Harper, opposite field single, two out in the eighth to keep the inning alive. Ryan Zimmerman comes up, two-run home run, just absolutely crushed a pitch from the former Nats prospect, Josh Smoker. Uh, his sixth of the year, six to three at that point. Zimmerman just continues to impress. We're all talking about whether or not he's even going to be playing first, whether or not they should keep Linder or uh, Robinson there just in case. But Ryan Zimmerman's proven all the doubters wrong so far. Just another big night at the plate. Uh, ends up going two for three, two, two RBIs, a walk, run scored, and the home run. Uh, just absolutely crushed there and just great to see Zim. A little swagger, too, after that. A little bat flip as ESPN broadcast noticed and Ryan Zimmerman's just continuing to impress. Yeah, and it's, it's great to see Ryan Zimmerman back and hit, um, looking like his old self, hitting the ball well. Uh, like, like hitting, he has a three eighty seven batting average this year, six home runs, 16 RBIs. So it's, it's a really big step forward for him. Um, compared to last few seasons where in 26, 2016 he had um, he hit 218, had 15 home runs, 46 RBIs. Yeah, 46 RBIs and and the two seasons before that, he played under 100 games. So this is to see this this early in the season is a really is a really good sign good sign for the Z man. I hope we can see this moving forward down um, towards the season because if he keeps hitting the way he's hitting right now, it makes the Nationals a much dangerous lineup moving forward. Yeah, that much deeper when you think got him out in the cleanup spot now up in the top of the order. You're wondering if they're going to have a black hole down the end of the order with him at seventh or eighth when the season started. But Dusty Baker's showing some faith in him, too, moving him up there. Uh, Matt, it's a little bit easier to enjoy what the other team's doing when you're beating them. But I continue to be impressed by Michael Conforto. Uh, there's some drama over the last couple of years. He wasn't getting the playing time a lot of people thought he deserved. Uh, Terry Collins there platooning him for a while, working him in with all these injuries. He's getting up there a lot now getting the A-Bs and continuing to impress. Uh, Oppo home run, as we mentioned, off Scherzer in the first, 3-3 three to three after a single in the fifth, 5 for 11, three home runs career versus Max Scherzer at that point. Uh, he's getting the playing time. He's taking advantage of it, made a really nice catch uh, coming into the tarp late in the game, too. Just continues to impress. Another nice young outfielder the Mets have and going to have around for a long time, causing the Nationals and Scherzer trouble. Yeah, with all the injuries they've got and Curtis Granderson struggling, he's gotten that playing time. And good for me because I got him on my fantasy team. But um, <laughs> he's definitely had a great game today, three for four, two runs scored. I mean, definitely dynamic for them to have him at the top of that lineup if Cespedes is healthy and they got Jay Bruce hitting like he is. This lineup is a lineup that definitely could do some damage while they do uh, are a bit too rely on home runs. They've they've got some run scoring potential when healthy. I mean, they went into that offseason – kind of didn't really do much over the winter, uh, banked on the players that they had being healthy and coming back and um, maybe making their way back to the World Series that they had in 2015. But at the same time, it's 
this same injury-prone team that's on the disabled list once again. So um, Conforto coming in there and really being clutch for them, even though they didn't come out with the victory, is a good thing to see, at least from a Mets fan's perspective. I want to go to both of you on this, but we'll go to you, Ryan, first. Uh, ninth inning, Sean Kelly doesn't come up. They have a three-run lead. They send Oliver Perez out there, uh, lefty on lefty against Jay Bruce. Uh, he, he gives up a single. Coda Glover comes on after that. Uh, to quote the great Walt Whitman, do, do I contradict myself very well? I contradict myself. I, I like the idea of having matchups late in the game and not having designated roles. I've said that repeatedly on the show over the years, but – uh, then you put a runner on and then bring Coder Glover in with a runner on. It makes it a little more difficult for him. What do you think about Dusty Baker's handling of uh, the bullpen towards the end there? Would you like to see Glover get the full inning, even though he has to go up against the lefty first? Or do you like Dusty Baker kind of matching up, bringing a lefty on to face Bruce and then see what happens with that and bring Coder Glover on after that? Coder Glover ends up getting the save, but uh, had to do it with a runner on when he came in. Um, I understand what Dusty was going there, trying to go in a lefty on lefty match that would bring the Oliver Perez to face Jay Bruce. But on, honestly, I would I would um, try to call the Glover to um to um, pitch the entire inning. Um, you are seeing he's trying to um, he's sharing closing time with Sean Kelly and and Dusty Baker want to see um, how Coda Glover um, pitches in the closing in the closing role. So I think as a closer, you have to do it. As a right right handed closer, you still have to deal with some lefties at times. So I would love to have seen him go against a, a left hand batter at that at that moment. Matt, do you want to see him get the full inning, or do you like Dusty Baker mixing it up and going with the matchups rather than just putting the closer out there because it's the ninth? To be honest, I, I like the idea of him going lefty on lefty, but I'm not a big fan of Oliver Perez. He's streaky. He <laughs> has just I mean, he's good against lefties. Obviously, that's his job. But at the same time. Any Romero pitch last night, you would have liked to see, maybe see him in there if he's on a little bit of rest. Elise is on the DL. I think um, for this particular situation, it would have been smarter to send Glover out there. He's more reliable in general than Perez is, even against lefties, in my opinion. But um, moving forward, if they want to go lefty on lefty, right on righty, that's fine with me. I think Solis and Romero, especially lately, um, can be really effective against them and give them that's a much better chance to win than having Glover go the full inning. Ryan, they uh, on a tough road trip here, started out down in Atlanta, a long flight to New York. Now they have to fly out to Colorado for a game that starts at 840 tomorrow night out there. You never know what's going to happen in Colorado. So getting off to the start, they do seven straight overall, but six straight, more importantly, to start this road trip. You guarantee a winning road trip with four more to come in Colorado. Just huge for the Nationals to get off that start, and especially with all the games they're playing against their NLEs rivals so far uh, early this season. Just really big to get the back-to-back sweeps over the Braves and Mets. Yeah, it's, it's just been a, it's been an excellent start for the Nationals, especially especially um, winning all these games in a row, uh, especially against your uh, the, against your division opponents. Like these wins are these wins are really going to count towards the end when where teams are fighting for that that division title. So sweeping the Mets. Um, getting wins over the Braves and the Phillies, and they seen the way that the Nats play in general. It's it's been really fun to watch these guys play, and I'm I'm loving every bit of it. And I, I think they I think they're going to be looking good moving forward, especially going to Colorado. Matt, uh, rumor going forward: uh, Ryan Zimmerman going on the paternity list, uh, welcoming his second son, uh, child. I should say, I didn't say the gender, but. Uh, 
he's going to be a little bit of time on the fraternity list. Uh, so the rumor is that Jacob Turner is getting the call up. If you're Jacob Turner, I'm sure you're thrilled to be getting back to the majors at this point, but do you maybe miss that call when they're asking you to come up and make a start in Colorado? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, it's definitely with the lineup they've got, it's um, a fun position to be in, especially in Colorado. Um, but this, I think, is the biggest true test for the Nats overall. Um, the best team they faced so far is the Marlins, who are sit at 10-8 and eight right now. So while the Rockies' bullpen has been insane, their pitching staff has been up and down a little bit. So Turner will probably get some opportunities in there. Um, looking forward to seeing it. Same with Green um, when he was here. Uh, both of them, it's just kind of good to see guys like that get a chance. You know, playing a major league clubhouse is always a treat for guys who aren't necessarily there all the time. So um, looking forward to seeing what he's doing and what the Nats can do in Colorado overall. 13-5 and five on the year after the win, seven straight overall. You're going to have some late nights the next couple of nights, so I'm going to bed soon. Rest up because that's not a West Coast road trip necessarily, but 840 starts are going to be late enough for everyone. A sweep of the Mets oh, yeah. 6-3 win tonight. Uh, Federal Baseball, Nats nightly sponsored by federalbaseball.com. Matt Wyrick, Ryan McFadden, apologies for that. I was staring at a Ryan McFarland, uh, McFarland, Chad Cordero toy in front of me when I was saying the name, so I apologize. Ryan McFadden, Matt Wyrick, thanks for joining us both. Nats nightly sponsored by Federal Baseball. We'll be back late tomorrow night after the series opener with the Colorado Rockies. Thanks, guys. Have a good night, fellas. Good night. Doghouse says go Nats. <laughs>